Welcome to the Rock is George podcast. I'm your host, George Dion, and this is episode 125. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to hit the like, follow, or subscribe button on the platform that you're listening to us on. You can also check out my work at theloudest.com on the planet, knac.com, for exclusive interviews not available on the podcast, as well as album reviews, live show reviews, and more. My guests for this episode are an up-and-coming band. They're called The Lost Hearts. They have a new single coming out on April 28th called Night to Remember. Their current single, Hate Yourself, is out now. Lost Hearts is sort of a throwback to the 80s with a more modern production. Lost Hearts isn't afraid to wear their heart in their sleeves when it comes to their songwriting. In addition to the two singles, the band is gearing up to hit the road with some 80s luminaries, including Great White and Riley's L.A. Guns. They're also going to be opening for Buck Cherry, The Lonely Ones, The Midnight Devils, and more across the country. I had the chance to catch up with vocalist Max Fry, guitarist Victor Adriel, and guitarist J.T. Shea to find out more about the Lost Hearts. So here they are. If I knew absolutely nothing about Lost Hearts, how would you describe the band's music to me? Man, I mean, I would say probably it's very... we. Our influences shine through, I think, with, you know, we all grew up on rock and everything, but, you know, we try to definitely bring it into the modern age and make it kind of pop-centric. And I'd say you certainly have a little bit of 80s sheen, but it sounds like it's coming out in the 2023. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the that's what it is, is as a, is a 80s, like, rock, kind of a pop feel, but try to be current at the same time. Yes, absolutely. And we have honestly, people ask us all the time. Like the other day, we're uh, we're playing somewhere, and I remember somebody gets to the hotel and said, "Hey, what do you guys sound like?" And we're like, "I don't know, <laughs> like yeah. a like a band." It's hard to say. It's hard to say. So, how long ago did uh, Lost Hearts form? How did you guys all come together? We started about what four or five months ago. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, we started writing songs together and. Me and Victor met playing some gigs and stuff and for other artists. And then he knew JT through the same way. So me and Victor started writing songs and then brought JT in. And, you know, we all started writing songs together and just found a drummer on Instagram. And that's Mitch. And then here it is. Now, from what I understand, you guys were all originally lead guitarists and somebody had to play the drums and somebody had to play the bass. So how did you decide on that? I mean, we pretty much flipped the court, pretty much try it out, you know, like, hey, sing, hey, play drums, hey, play bass. And then we still like switching stuff around sometimes in the studio and and live, like me and JT, we we trade bass and guitar live. Mm-hmm. So like we play a couple songs and then we switch around and move around. I think I think it's honestly, it was a not like planned, of course, but kind of adds to the show. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, that is kind of interesting that you switch bass guitars and uh, guitars. That uh, that doesn't take up too much time on the stage, or do you guys just? No, have- honestly, because uh, we're, we're, we're we rehearse, of course. But uh, like JT usually starts the show on one side and starts the other side, and then middle of the set we just flip and just trade instruments. We all play like wireless and everything, so it's pretty pretty easy deal. Um, but I think it, it's cool adds to it, you know, and and it's it's uh, interesting for us on stage too because. It's like you're playing two shows 
kind of a view. You know, you put your mindset on the bass and then you put on the guitar, you're like, all right, like you started over again. It's pretty, pretty cool. You got a new single coming out on April 28th, Night to Remember. Uh, yes. Johnny K, if you want to talk a little bit about the meaning behind Night to Remember. I don't know. It's, it's crazy because it kind of came to me naturally. And when it does that, it's kind of hard to say what it's about exactly. Because I feel like it's more kind of subliminal. But I mean, I guess it's about, yeah, like you catch feelings or something for somebody. And, you know, maybe they're in a situation or something or, you know or in a relationship, but, you know, you still wish you could have them and kind of show them that what you're really about. Yeah. And obviously the listener can liberties on the interpretation of the song. I think we all have a particular night we like to remember, right? Absolutely. Or that we don't like to remember. (laughs) (laughs) So how'd you guys hook up with Johnny K? He's produced a couple of big acts, three doors down, plain white tees. Yeah. Um, well, I think we had kind of heard of him through separate sources. I mean, because I heard of him through a friend and then Victor heard of him through somebody else. And then so when we we're talking about producers, we both kind of thought of him. And, uh, you know, we called him and came over to the house and we all sat down and played all the songs we had. And Hate Yourself, our first single was among those. And, um, you know, he really liked that one and we really liked that one. So we just ended up working together and. It turned out great. We didn't we didn't know exactly what to expect. I mean, he's because, yeah, he's done playing white tees, but he's also done a lot of kind of metal stuff and everything. And we were kind of, yeah, like, is he going to turn us into a metal band? We don't know. But it ended up being exactly what we wanted. Yeah, it was kind of uh, like we we're, were so like not scared, but kind of like, all right, let's see what's going to turn out. Because Johnny. And the guys can talk about that. We're in the studio and he's like, hey, record this. He's just a genius, crazy producer, you know. He's like, hey, record this part, record this part. And then when you listen to the studio, kind of like, makes no sense. Yeah. And then and they say, hey, man, here's the mix. And then you listen and he sounds fantastic. Exactly. And they were like, oh, wow. So now we're kind of like, of course, we're working on already on the third song with Johnny. And it's like, he's fantastic, man. Just great guy. Like, we're learning a lot and uh, having a good time working with him. Absolutely. You have Night to Remember coming out. You currently have Hate Yourself. It's been out since uh, March 24th. You guys are getting pretty good feedback on the song. Yeah, I think we're uh, really enjoying it. You know, we've had some people kind of share it that really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, got some radio play. Yeah, too. Some radio play. Michael Sweet from Striper posted it and was very supportive. And all the guys that we know, I mean. Yeah, we actually just hit. 10,000 streams. 10,000 streams today. Um, yeah, hate yourself. So, yeah. And, you know, Eddie Trunk um, shared it and talked about it on the radio, and we were very appreciative of that. And so, yeah, pretty good feedback, so yeah, far, it, for, especially kinda, for our first single. Yeah, it was kind of uh, different for us because we've been around this kind of more like 80s circle, and we didn't thought the song would do well with those people because we were like, oh, maybe they're not going to like it. Maybe it's a little too pop and too polished and all that. But we actually got good responses from everybody, from like the younger people that are more into pop music and not that into rock. And we got good responses from like the 70s and the 80s kind of crowd. Because we played, we went to play LA and Vegas and we opened for Enough's Enough and we opened for Roxy Blue, a little more like hard rock 80s bands. 
and we're like, well, let's see how that crowd's gonna react to the to the show and the songs, you know. We're, so yeah, it, it was great. Everybody, because we we all walked out of the stage and we're like, all right, and everybody came to talk to to us and say how good the song was and and saving the stuff on the on the streamings and everything. So it was great. It was, it was pretty good um, responses from everybody that we talked pretty much. Yeah. You mentioned you're working on your third song with uh, Johnny K. Are you guys going to be just doing singles going forward, or is this going to lead to an EP or a full album at some point? Um, yeah, I mean, it will lead to an album or an EP, but, you know, as of now, in the future, but as of now, we're kind of just doing singles, you know, and that way it keeps kind of everybody kind of interested. You know, it's not like, oh, we post the album and then, you know, I hate to say it, but kind of nobody goes to listen to the full thing. They just listen to a song or two there because they most of the time these bands are spending all this money, putting all this time, record an album and people just listen to the single anyways or the first two singles. You know what I mean? And so it's just like it seems like people's attention spans nowadays are more uh, towards singles. You know, yeah, it's really hard to grab somebody. Nobody really listens to yeah. an album anymore because back in the day, you have to put an album and play like a vinyl and everything. Like it's there, you're not gonna change it. But now with Spotify, and you're like, let's say you play the Hate Yourself, and it's an album, and then you scroll to Instagram, but you see another band, you're like, oh, let me try this band, and then you already changed, it's already gone. So, yeah, we're we're focusing on the singles, and that definitely will will. Uh, and it's an album with a couple extra songs and everything. But for now, we're just releasing single after single after single uh, till we have enough songs to kind of put an album together. Yeah. Is JT always the quiet guy in the group? He just sits there, looks good? Always the quiet always. guy. He's yeah. the quiet, quiet genius. genius. The exactly. quiet genius. That's what he is. Do you come up with a lot of the riffs? Is that your thing, JT? Yes. Yeah, I, I write a lot. I, I do a lot of the production on like our demos and stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of the role I play in the band. I feel like, yeah, absolutely. JT have the good ideas, and we play the and we play the rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's that's what we do. Exactly, man. No, he's uh, he's fantastic. I mean, we because what we usually do is we we'll take a song and then bring it, and we sit down with JT, and then it kind of takes on a new life. You know, it's like it it becomes more of a song rather than just like oh this is an idea or this is a demo this becomes like it you know, by the time we finish the demo it's already pretty much a song like and, and jt produces you know in general we just you know we'd go to johnny k as well but and it's kind of the reason we go to johnny is more for a, another perspective almost you know what i mean so I would imagine you guys are sitting on kind of a little pile of songs because you're out touring, you're out playing. You only have two songs on the radio. I can't imagine that fills up a full set. No, yeah, we have quite a few. And um, I mean, yeah, when Hate Yourself was probably like the at least like probably 10th song that we wrote. So we have a lot of ideas, a lot of unfinished ideas. We have a lot of songs that are not released i mean our original set is you know probably eight songs and then and two covers two covers or so and so yeah we have quite a few songs you mentioned playing with uh enough's enough in vegas and roxy blue at the whiskey in hollywood not bad for your first couple of gigs playing the whiskey uh did you 
learn anything from these uh, veteran acts? I know that Chips Enough is very hands-on and kind of helping the people that uh, are on the bill with him. Uh, all the fans are pretty cool with us, honestly. Uh, Todd from Roxy Blue was fantastic. He came to us and and he was like, man, I really dig this song. He watched, he watched our, uh, our show and he was singing the song like – it was really cool. So he was yeah. very supportive. And same thing with Enough's Enough. I mean, they're on tour. They're busy, but they stopped. They hang out with us. They were nice. And uh, and we met a lot of cool people. Uh, we actually met a guy called Izzy Presley in Vegas. And he's the one that sent our song to um, Eddie Trunk. So, I mean, just, you know, hanging out with these bands and, and learning from them and, and being nice with everybody. I think that's the, the main thing, like, do your job, do good, and be cool with everybody around. Try to be professional. That's the main thing that we learned from all of them. You guys played your first gig on April Fool's Day in West Virginia. Did everything go as planned, or was there any, like, spinal tap-like moments? There always is. There always is. There always is. I mean, I don't know any of any, like, right off the bat. I mean, it was it was interesting. It's the guy has like a he's created his own venue it's like a private venue in his house and it's really cool honestly it's called the rim and the guy's name is brad he's a really nice guy but he's uh he's created this yeah sort of house venue and but like well done you know well done it's not like a basement like punk show or something it's like a legit kind of venue and you know so it was we did we kind of pulled up we don't know really what to expect we're like Okay, there's a house in the middle of nowhere. But then, yeah, you walk in and you feel like you're in a club and, you know, it's fantastic. Or a little bit like Daryl Hall's house up in uh, New York. It's sort of like... Yeah, a- yeah, yeah. But we did it, man. I mean, first one, always kind of, you know, nervous and getting uh, used to the songs. I mean, we all played with other bands and hundreds of shows with other bands. So you're getting used to it you know i think at this point we had a couple of shows and we had a bunch of rehearsals so it was re- re- a little more like kind of used to it but the first one is always the that one that you kind of like you know stepping on the new ground and getting ready to like to okay should i move here should i play this night? everybody kind of looking at the instruments you know yeah you guys got some key support slots coming up you got uh great white and riley's la guns in may and you're Open it for Buck Cherry in June, The Lonely Ones uh, in July, Midnight Devils, July 25th. Are, are you guys booking your own shows or do you have somebody doing the work for you? No, we're pretty much booking everything ourselves and, and you know, through friends and, and promoters that we know from playing in other bands and stuff like that. Like we have our little connection kind of deal and we just... And just try to, you know, same thing, but the way we booked the whiskey, because when, when we booked that whiskey show and the Vegas and all that, we didn't have any songs out. Yeah. It was kind of like, hey, here's our first single that we played with this band. And if you want to give us a chance, give us a chance. And they did. So um, just, yeah, booking ourselves and, and of course, trying to get into a circle of getting a booking agency. That would be fantastic. Uh, so we can get better shows and everything. But for now, just... Just us uh, messaging people on Facebook and emailing people and trying to get gigs. Doing the thing. And sort of you're keeping in with the pattern with that sort of 80s sheen that you guys have, sticking with the veteran 80s bands, except for 
you know, lonely ones, more of the nineties. They used to be Boba Flex and Midnight Devils are sort of a throwback to the eighties and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we're we're actually trying like to play with every kind of band. Like we're trying to get some children, some more like modern bands and stuff. Like I'd love to go on tour with some like the killers, whatever. Like that's I think something like that would be amazing. Yeah. But we've been in this 80s circle, and most of our connections are from this. And, and I still, I love all the bands. I mean, that's what I grew up listening to. Like, we're playing, we're excited. Next week, we have the Grey Wide and Alley Guns. Like, I think we all grew up listening to those bands. So it's it's pretty pretty amazing to be there. But, yeah, every every kind of band, we're trying to, like, fill all those spots. Because, again, I think everybody can appreciate Lost Hearts. The 80s crowd can do it, but if we open for, like, a – a more like indie alternative band, I think they can appreciate too. So whatever show we can get, we're playing, man. Yeah. Are you guys shopping for a record label? Or you think you're just gonna handle that yourself for now? Um I mean we we got a couple offers and people talking about us. We didn't find anything that really attracted yeah. us. Yeah. Nothing yet. We've had a few offers, but um, you know, it's a kind of it's like getting married or something you know it's kind of a tough decision and you want to make sure you're making the right one you know it can you're signing away a lot in terms of you know your music and everything and so you got to definitely got to be careful with that absolutely you guys playing any other bands or is this it for you guys right now yeah, we do play in some other projects. Yeah, stuff, we so. do sometimes. Like nothing big anymore. Uh, I mean, now we're all we don't have time. Like I wish we had time to go do more stuff. But Lost Hearts is pretty much like getting uh, getting a lot of shows, a lot of attention. So we're always like either on the studio working on the next song or playing somewhere and taking up a lot of time. But we do have another projects and yeah. you know play with some feeling bands. We all live in Nashville, so there's always like filling in for people and local shows. JT plays another band called Stall Prayer. Yeah, cool band. Um, so, you know, we're, we're all over the place, but trying to focus, like, in this band right now. Are your other bands different in sound than Lost Hearts? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> very different. Like, we, yeah, I used to play for other projects. I used to play for Asphalt Valentine. I used to play for Native Sons. Bands that have, like, completely, like, more rock and roll sound or even Native Sons, a little more metal sound uh, than Lost Hearts. I think when we sat down to write those songs and put the band together, it was kind of like, yeah, let's uh, get the best of both worlds. You know, let's pop, pop and rock and, and do something cool. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, those are all the questions I have for you today, guys. Thank you for coming on the Rock is George podcast. The new single coming out soon, Night to Remember. Hate Yourself is out now, and you're hitting the road again uh, this summer. I wish you guys the best of luck. The singles sound great. Looking forward to new music. Yeah, Thank man. you, George. Thank you, George. Thank you so you, much, man. brother. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Anything you need, just give us a shout. Once again, I want to thank Max, Victor, and JT of the Lost Hearts for coming on the Rock is George podcast. Be sure to check out their latest single, Night to Remember. And be sure to check out their other singles streaming on your favorite music streaming platform right now. For all things Lost Hearts, head over to their official website, lostheartsband.com. 
I also want to thank Olivia Perinich of Whoa That's Fresh Marketing and Publicity for making this interview possible. You've been great. I've been George Dion. I'll see you again soon.